Hi, I'm Kristen, and I've been in the Christmas spirit since roughly mid-October. And I'm Curtis, and I'll get around to it eventually. Ugh, aren't you, Mr. Bah Humbug? You're listening to a holly jelly new episode of The Exotic Fruit Review, Christmas edition one of two. Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> Here's our theme music. <laughs> Okay, so we're on episode one of two of our holiday Christmas spectacular edition of the fruit review, right? Yeah, yeah. Apparently the whole season deserves two Christmas episodes. Yes. Well, partly because we are, can I throw this out there, we're recording this like two days before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So this brings me into a question I have for you, Curtis. Or a topic. Tell me why you hate Thanksgiving food. Oh, gosh. I was hoping we wouldn't have to talk about that. (laughs) Well, first of all, I'm increasingly becoming a fan of exotic fruits. And I would say Thanksgiving really celebrates just boring American food. Like cranberries and yams and stuff like that. Like, who cares? I care. So first, like, I, I don't really get excited about the food. Like... Who loves turkey? Name one person. Brian, Can't my husband. It. Well, he likes everything. This is true. I like turkey. I really like it, like, smoked. But I bought a 26-pound turkey that won't fit in our grill, <laughs> so we're not going to do that. Um, so what are, you gonna, good. what are you going to do with Big Bird then? We'll put it in the oven. We'll fit in the oven. He's a big guy. It, it takes... It, for for the, the amount of preparation, like, I'm down with thankfulness, right? I like. I don't think you are. I like family. I like <laughs> football. You? I like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I like okay. to see Snoopy and Spider Man and Woodstock flying down. New I feel York, like you New York said Street. two of those things I believe in, like or I believe you meant, which is you like football and you like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. No, I don't know about the rest. Um, I'm well, kidding. here's the thing: like, who really gets excited about like warm? Boring food. I do because it's not boring. You got stuffing, Ew. yams. Boring. More stuffing. Um, turkey. What, what is what's I, in this? deviled eggs? Deviled eggs are the best. Right, That's my favorite part. I'm anti-egg. You would be. Who is anti-egg? I don't like the texture of eggs. Oh, and then there goes your phone. This is why Curtis ruins our podcasts every time. Yep, it's just our guest saying that she is here. Ooh, who will it be? We know, but our listeners don't yet. You probably will if you've read the episode description. You you should turn that thing on vibrate. There you go. (laughs) Curtis is shaking his head. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the meal. Like, let's just order pizza and hang out. No! That's the worst idea ever. Ever. You save pizza for that one special night a year called Home Alone Cheese Pizza Night. When you (laughs) order a whole cheese pizza and you watch Home Alone with your friends and family and just have a good time. That's when you order cheese pizza, Curtis. All right. Well. Uh, Anyways, Thanksgiving's awesome. It's a day of being with family and friends and celebrating and just being thankful, and you don't have to work that day or the next day. It's a four-day weekend. 
I don't know why you're poo-pooing all over this. And the nice thing is, is that if you do have some family awkwardness from Thanksgiving, you can always just put on Adele, and she brings everyone together. (laughs) This is true. Well done. So, my next thing for Curtis, which is really funny... Oh, he just left me for a second. Is that Curtis tried to play a little prank on me was out of the office the other day, which turned into something that I haven't gotten rid of because I love it so much. So why don't you tell them what you did to me? Yeah, so Kristen insisted on decorating her desk for Christmas. And by decorating, let's talk about this. I put up two mini tiny Christmas trees that are a foot tall. Yeah, and one was overlapping in the airspace of my desk. Uh, So I had to scoot it back like Dwight Schrute. (laughs) Meanwhile, Curtis's junk always is in over on my side. Be a little more specific there, (laughs) Kristen. I didn't mean that. I meant his papers and his unnecessary things that he has on his desk. Kristen, that's the other podcast, (laughs) as Grant Grant would say. Yikes. Oh, man. All right, so what I did is Kristen was was out because she is frequently out, just not working, (laughs) and I decided it would be funny to wrap her desk like a Christmas present, which ended up being a lot of work because I had to take everything off of her desk, talk about junk, and then I had to take a picture beforehand to make sure I put everything back in the right place, wrap the desk, which is a weird, wonky, Swedish Ikea shape, and then once I did that and put everything back, I realized, oh, she's going to love this. I should yeah. do something that's at least a little bit inconvenient, so I took your desk chair with the remaining <laughs> remaining wrapping paper, and I wrapped the heck out of your desk chair, thinking a prank... <laughs> At least has to be a little bit inconvenient for the person who's receiving the prank, but I don't want it to be mean because Kristen's pregnant after all, and so I don't want it to be like a mean thing. So the desk thing I thought you would like, and the chair oh, yeah. thing, I was like, well, she's got to do something about this. But I won't sit in it because I like it too much. So I just, we had a nice lady retire from our office the other day, so I'm just using her desk chair. And then the wrapped one with the bows and stuff is just sitting nicely nice to my desk, next to my desk. Yeah, so, so I guess the joke's on me. Guys. It is, because you spent like, how long did this take you? Mm, too long. <laughs> like two hours? No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. I feel like it is very, here's the thing, we'll post pictures on our social media and blog because yeah. it's really good. And that's the other thing is I don't want to take it off after Christmas because I like it so much. Yeah, well... So thank you. It's up to you. I mean, it's your personal space, I guess. So what we also had to do in our office space, our common area workspace, is that we had to have um, our boss, Mel, actually come in on this issue. Because I had my decorations up on November 1st, and some of my office mates did not agree with it. And I said, bah humbug to all of them, and I kept them up. So then they were complaining so our boss had to solve the problem. Yeah, so so Mel acted as the judge yeah. and basically said, in your personal space, it is okay to decorate for Christmas pre-Thanksgiving, but in public space, it is not okay, which I guess I'm down with. And, and that applies to Christmas music in yes. that you can listen to Christmas music with headphones on at a reasonable volume um, <laughs> before Thanksgiving, and then after Thanksgiving, all bets are off, and you're just yep. cranking out the Christmas carols. Yep. So next. I thought that was a, a fair, a fair Thank judgment. Thank you. And next week, game on. It's going to be on. Christmas Mar- carols. Mariah Carey, yes. 
I love Mariah. Twenty four seven. I'm excited about this. I'm super excited. I'll, I'll get on board once Thanksgiving's over, but I gotta I gotta sit around and be thankful first. But you hate Thanksgiving, so why don't you, you know just what get I, on to you Christmas? You know what I do like? Pumpkin pie. Okay. Well. With a big dollop of Cool Whip. Cool Cool Whip. <laughs> it's delicious. Cool Whip. Um. Yeah. Well, since I don't understand why you're so anti-Christmas, since you're so anti-Thanksgiving. Just jump on the Christmas bandwagon early. I just it's true. And his wife is actually here, shaking her head yes because she knows. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Carrie's the best. <laughs> you know. You and Brian. Something has to be real. My husband can just sit in your own bahambigi corners. Something has angry. to be truly special and exceptional in order for me to get excited about it. Like, it can't just be like, oh, here comes Thanksgiving again. Let's eat the same thing we did last year. So boring. Give me a break. Me, what's special to you? Um, pizza. Giordano's, specifically. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, anyways, that brings us actually to our next topic. Oh, it does, yeah. So um, before segue. we get to our official fruit news, in our last episode with good old Grant... Sterling, we. I think he goes by G to the Rizant. G to the Rizant, S to the Turley. <laughs> um, we did a thing where we had two different stories related to Indianapolis food-related semi-truck accident news, and so today in our third installment, we have more Indianapolis food-related semi-truck accident news. So, it's become a regular part of our podcast now. First, it was Mango Mush. Yep. Then there was the Butter Truck. Yep. And now, this news from foodiesiteeater.com. The headline is, Truck full of Domino's pizza dough crashes. Dough rises across road. And then it says, <laughs> oh, dough. Like uh, Simpsons. Like Homer. Yep. It was a sticky situation. In Indianapolis this morning, a semi-truck carrying hundreds of individual balls of pizza dough crashed into a highway overpass, spilling rising dough across the road. A video from the Associated Press shows dirty dough balls, ew, covering ew. the street. The top of the truck peeled off, exposing blue bins of full of dough. Workers had to peel spilled dough off the truck's tires, street, and nearby infrastructure. <laughs> um, the road beneath the bridge was closed so crews could clean up the mess. According to the Indy Channel, no injuries were reported. That's the most important thing. Yes, always. And Domino's did not confirm whether or not nearby locations were closed due to the delay in its dough delivery. The funny thing about this, why does this keep happening in Indianapolis? You know, What's I think there's something with our with our asphalt and the tire Ooh. pressure that just... You gotta be careful how you say that. I'm just picturing this, basically, it, this truck went under an overpass yeah. and it kind of scraped off the roof and it's kind of like when you've got like a... a jar of crescent rolls. A tin of crescent yes. rolls and you're like, Carrie and I, whenever we open them, we... As we peel it, we do, we go. I Because at some point it's going to pop, yes. and it will just scare you every time. Yes. And so basically, it's just like a massive truck yes. full of crescent dough, and it popped open. And the funny thing is, is as you know, when that kind of stuff happens, the dough hits air, and it begins to rise more. And so it was just spilling out. Yeah, because the there's all kinds of yeast going on. Aww. All right. Well, let's let's transition Wood. into regular good old fruit news. Fruit news. And so for this one. Get ready for this. An okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I am literally holding on to my seat. <laughs> <laughs> You're ridiculous. So an exotic fruit is being hailed as the hot new vegan ingredient. And if there's uh, anyone who, 
you know, we're we're all over what's next, yep. what's new, what's hot, what's not, um, what the hipsters don't even know about yet. Oh yeah, we are. And um, who sings about the cool kids? Who's that oh, group? Oh yeah. The cool kids. Da, 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 oh, I I remembered yeah. it, but yeah, we're not them. I'm sure that my nieces Sydney and Isabel would know this. Yeah, cool kids. Shout out. Anyway, so this is from the Guardian in England for our okay. listeners across the pond. Green jackfruit <gasps> is it's pulled pork for vegetarians. Is it the next big food craze? Ew. Okay. I don't. I'm already gonna say I don't know if I like this. Wow. Because pulled pork. Fruit. So, I mean, so jackfruit, which is really similar to durian from well, what I've heard. it's it's kind of like durian. But what did we have um, a couple times ago that was like starchy? Oh, the breadfruit. Breadfruit. It's a lot like breadfruit in that it's kind of a superfood, and the trees grow really fast, and it's got all kinds of applications, and it's healthy. So blah, this blah, blah, like blah blah blah. Tastes like moist cardboard. Mm, um, can't wait. Well. According to the Guardian, once you get through the jackfruit's tough, green, knobbly into oh. exterior, you're hit with a faint whiff of <laughs> onion, sticky sap, and odd-looking seed pods that taste like a cross between pineapple and a pear. So far, so fruity. But what really yeah. sets it apart is that what it can do in savory dishes, okay. especially its ability to imitate pulled pork after several hours on the hob. I don't what know what a hob mean? means. That's probably a British Term word for, for like, oven. Okay, that's what I think. Um, so it's being considered the hot new vegan ingredient after seeing it uh, taking pork be- pork belly's place in like Vietnamese uh, sandwiches and baos. Okay. Um, Wait, so it smells like onion, tastes like pear and something, and pineapple, but has the texture of pork yeah well apparently um wherever they serve it to to take the place of pulled pork customers often think that it's meat and are always amazed it isn't pulled pork so pulled jackfruit it's made from the younger fruit or the green jackfruit it's widely sold like in asian food stores in like little tins and thankfully according to this article much easier to carry home from work than a bad smelling lump the size of a child <laughs> this this all natural non-processed ingredient has fibrous flesh that can take I think on it's fibrous fibrous flesh that can take on almost any flavor green jackfruit can replace can replace carnitas and tacos braised beef and burritos spiced lamb topping for flatbreads you know what jackfruit challenge accepted i want to try this yeah we got to try this because i've seen them at kroger but i, I seriously haven't bought them they look seriously, like they weigh 20 pounds i doubt it well and, and they're saying you don't have to do it um you don't have to bring home the whole fruit okay. but you can buy the, the fleshy knob yeah yeah <laughs> ew Stop, stop. Um, hey, that's what they said, not me. Actually, I did also just say that. So if, if we are going to buy it, um, they sell it in cans, and they say go for the okay. green jackfruit, not the kind in syrup. Okay, so you buy the fleshy knob, and you put it on the hob. Yeah, put yep. the knob on the hob okay. and get a corn on the cob. <laughs> and invite With your Bob. friend Rob. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and this, then sit around and sob. You sit around and sob because it's going to taste like crap. <laughs> Um, so this just kind of brings me to something that Kristen and I disagree on. Shocker is that well, I am personally really against um, substituting fruits and vegetables for other foods that are good. You get mad like when I have, I love to make spaghetti squash spaghetti 
And Kurt is like, that's not spaghetti. Like, yeah, look what I wrote right here. Wait, what spaghetti splash to replace noodles? I love it. And I put spaghetti in in big air quotes because it's considered spaghetti squash, but it doesn't taste like noodles. No, but it's just good. It's so good. It I love... can't take the place of spaghetti. Like, I'm talking gluten filled, flour, <laughs> eggs. I get what you're saying. Noodles. Here's the thing. I'm not trying to replace it to like pawn that off as, on, as spaghetti on somebody else. I'm not like, oh, here, you'll think this is spaghetti because that's a lie. But I like it a lot because of the taste and the texture of it. So for me, I use it as a substitute just because I really like it. And see, the, the texture is all off for me. That's why I don't like eggs. That's why I don't like... <laughs> like, I'll eat a clementine. You know, there's like mini orange tangerine offspring yeah. things. But like a regular size orange is no, I'm basically same. like chewing up gum and then swallowing yeah. it for me. I can't eat the, the white stuff. Do you know my husband's dad? Shout out DR. DR? He eats, sometimes he has eaten the rind. Like he likes that. And that just is a bit much for me. I can't do that. Yeah, it's, that's way too much. I thought Brian was joking until I saw him do it one time. That's gross. It was, it was gross. All right, so that's fruit news. Okay, so... Do you have a fruit joke for us? I do have a fruit joke. Are you ready for this? Don't look at my answer. I didn't see it. Okay. What is a pumpkin's favorite sport? This goes along with our Thanksgiving Christmas theme. What is a pumpkin's favorite sport? Carrie's yep. raising her hand like she knows. Because it. she writes jokes for six-year-olds. <laughs> um, Which is where I got this. I got this on, like, kid jokes. Carrie, go ahead. Um, I don't know. My guess is squash. Yes! We have a winner! It's squash! That's so funny! And do six-year-olds even know what squash as a sport is? Not in America, but in other countries. They yeah, across do. the pond. Yeah. Again. They're hob. They're not Yeah, the they're, they're uh, jumping on the hob, man. <laughs> yeah. Getting a job on the hob. <laughs> so, oh, oh, this next thing excites me. I want to introduce our clip we're going to play for our listeners. Yeah, we're going to play... It's like a two or three minute clip yeah. of our friend Ron Stoller, who happened to be in India mm-hmm. visiting Sunil and Pam, along with our friend Dave Rod, and they actually sent us an exotic fruit review on location from yeah. India. So listen to Ron, Dave, Sunil, and Pam talk about the custard apple. Ooh, here, I'm excited to hear this. Here we go. Well, here we are in India, and uh, we're here with Pam Sunil Sadar, Dave Rodriguez, and uh, we are doing a, an exotic fruit review on location. Uh, Pam, what are we eating here today? What do we got going on? This is called a custard apple, and in uh, Hindi, it's called Cetaphil. Cetaphil. Okay, so uh, Dave, um, Dave's working his way into this right now. Uh, Dave, what, how do you describe the outside of the custard apple? What's it look like? It looks like a dragon. <laughs> looks like a dragon laid an egg. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sunil, uh, Sunil, um, did you grow up eating uh, custard apples? Mm-hmm. Okay, so talk about this. This is my favorite fruit. And in, in the Indian, only one place, which is Bombay, you get the juice for this in, in Haji Ali. So uh, it's a cream of this fruit. And last month when he was in Bombay, he actually bought a little cooler so that he could bring back this fruit juice to Delhi. So, Curtis, you would not like the inside of this fruit. You will definitely have sticky fingers uh, eating this. But sticky seeds. So, what's it? What's the? What's it taste like, Dave? Describe it. 
it's a little bit like a pear on the inside. The taste is a little bit like a pear, but it, it's sweeter than a pear, very sweet. And it's got seed. The whole thing is full, filled with seeds. So you suck around the seeds and you... Super high maintenance. Very high maintenance, but very tasty. Yes. It's kind of high maintenance like, like you, Dave. Yeah, but just like me, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is great fruit. Well, there you have it. Uh, live from India, the Exotic Fruit Review uh, coming to you. This is uh, one of your uh, exotic fruit reviewers, uh, Ron. <laughs> Having fun. We'll... With uh, what was it again? Custard apple. You got to try it, Curtis. And... Okay, said enough. All right, so that was it. I, okay, I want to try this thing. Yeah, it sounds like it's too, you know, too complicated. I think they summed it up perfectly, saying you're not gonna like this because it makes your hands sticky. Oh, and it's high maintenance. Yeah, but I don't mind that. I'm cool with that. Yeah. A custard apple. It sounds delicious. They described it very well. Yeah, it sounds weird. They were weird. very thorough in their description of the fruit and the fruit eating process. Yeah, that was really a, it was a, a very well done review. And actually, they also sent us a picture on Twitter that we'll post um, all over the internets. All over them. Yeah, Just you'll see it. All over We'll them. post it. <laughs> um, so that actually leads us perfectly into yes, this Fortnite's EFG of the Fortnite. And it is none other than Ron Custard Apple Stoller. <laughs> Woo! Yay, Ron. We've had some really good segues this time. I feel yeah. like we're just on a podcast roll or something. Yeah. We're on a pod roll. Yeah, we're on a pod we roll. Just, our segues get better and better. Yeah, so Ron has been a fan of the pod yep. from its inception, inception, inception. inception. And he actually runs his own pod. Yep. It's called The Way of Discipleship podcast but it's you can find it uh it's a uh, along the way along the way yep. is what it's called along the way stories subtitle of stories of discipleship yes and he's given us a lot of shout outs actually he even took one of our <laughs> one he, of our grant that podcast he for took grant grant's really making the rounds and he promoting is. himself via podcasts that roughly 100 people listen to <laughs> <laughs> grant remember where you got famous first man yeah yeah we knew about grant before he was cool yeah, exactly um, before everyone else took him for their podcast but ron has continuously kept up with us and been interacting with us on social media yeah he went all the way to india just to get on this show so yep. Ron, that's exactly the only reason he went to India. Yep, yep, the one and only. And so the, we will, Ron, make this special profile picture for your social media, as well as be reference references if you ever need to update your resume, um, which could be awkward because he works with us. Yeah, and we don't want you to leave. No, but that would be if you ever do update your resume, you can put this very very note noteworthy and noble mm -hmm. honor on your CV. Oh yeah, and by um, we're going to make you that for your, your photo that Curtis will. Yeah. Because he does everything. Yeah, Kristen's got Photoshop, she just doesn't know how to use it. <laughs> no, I, I just choose not to use it because you'll do it. Yep. And then I don't have to. <laughs> that pretty, pretty much. much sums it up. <laughs> so thanks Ron, you, Thank you are awesome. You are so, so awesome. Um, so we have our guest with us, and I always bring in the guest for this, the first, well, the last question for Curtis, but I always like to introduce our guest with the fruit question of the day. Yes. So, 
Carrie Honeycutt is with us today. It's my wife. My wife. Yay! So we're excited. So Curtis and I have decided to bring on our spouses that we talk about so often for most special Christmas, holiday, whatever you like to celebrate. Yeah. Um, This this season is full of spending time with family, and so we just thought we would bring our closest family people to the pod. And our family people are extraordinary, so they fit right in the pod. Yep. Thanks, family people. That sounds weird. They fit in the pod. Sounds like aren't uh they're on the hob actually. No, you know those the uh, hobcast. Like what are porta potties? Aren't those also called pods? No. Um yeah, there's oh. it's like a pod. Yeah, there's something. That's that would also, by the way, sorry to intervene real fast. That would also belong in my worst day somewhere is being tipped over in a porta potty because <laughs> that is like a nightmare <laughs> I've had before. Tipped over in a po- <laughs> porta potty oh, full with of the birds. Blue water. Oh full my of gosh, birds. Oh, that's the worst. Okay, oh, so we got to make that question because I am like. Ugh, I'm just cringing. Okay, so my fruit question of the day. What fruit texture do you hate the most? Oh, wow. I think I answered the I question already. I think you already. did. Um, it's, the, it's a big orange that you have to orange. chew on, and you never quite break it down, and then you just yeah. have to swallow. Maybe my, I mean, I think my teeth are actually sharper than most. My, my canines here... And so I like to think that my chewing... They're very vampire-esque. I think that my chewing really can take care of yeah. food, but it just doesn't break down. And so it's like you're swallowing gum, and then you feel it go all the way yeah. down in your stomach. So that weird? no thanks, oranges. That's why I never played soccer. Because, wait, why? No. Is the orange slices after the game? Yeah, win or lose, you oh, get orange slices. You, oh, one of the... No, 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 no. I'm going to have kids that play sports, and... I'm going to be, yes, that mom that brings um, those little hugs, like the drinks that are in the barrels. That It's like kind of Kool-Aid, oh, yeah. but not <laughs> the, really. The, the, the yeah. like grenade barrel yes. th- yeah. jug things. I'm bringing that. Cheetos, Doritos, Oreos. Fun dip. Yeah, we're going to have fun with our snack. Forget this healthy stuff. Anyways, um, Carrie, what about you? Most hated fruit texture. Fruit texture? Like mushy just doesn't do well. <laughs> so with bananas. Me. Like bananas, I really can only eat like half a banana, and then okay. I'm just over it because it's mushy. What color does it have to be when you eat it? Like green, or can it go yellow? Well, I prefer it to be yellow, okay. but again, only like halfway, and yeah, that's it. You're so. just done. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, we have a, a son who is all about bananas, so. Yes. He might eats even, carries for her. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, yeah. hey, can you finish our banana? He's like, nanana, nanana. <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. I, you know, I'm going to actually go with Curtis on this. Mine has to be oranges, too. I didn't actually eat oranges for a good 20 years because I threw them up when I was Ew. in, like, second grade. I had that and peanuts at lunch one day with, um, I feel like I have to enunciate. That was your whole lunch? And um, I had something else <laughs> with it, but I remember having oranges, peanuts, and uh, chocolate milk and throwing up. Oh, uh, yeah. And... It was not a pretty texture. It wasn't a good taste. So then, like, 20 years went by and I wouldn't eat an orange. And, yeah, I'll eat them now, but I don't like that, like, white, filmy no. blah. I pull as much off as possible. Yeah. I just wish you could get the orange little piece out without any of the white stuff. Like, I don't mm. want any of that. Just give me the orange without that. Ugh. I bet you could, like, if you went to McDonald's or something, that's the way that they would give you Those aren't oranges. real oranges, probably. Well. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't go there either for oranges. Uh, yeah, that'd be weird. Okay, so Carrie, yes. welcome. We're Thank so you. excited. Yay. We're Thank excited. you. The crowd goes wild. Yay. The crowd goes wild. We'll have to <laughs> Do you have sounds that you can add in? Nope. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> Yay! We'll just do it ourselves. So, yeah, Carrie is extraordinary for many reasons, and I've tried to break it down into, like, a couple categories, which a lot of things fit under. So, okay. the first one I want to talk about is your guys' adoption. So, yeah. yeah. I know your story, but some people know from Curtis's point of view, but they don't know from your point of view. So tell us about, like, when you guys started thinking about that whole process, or when you started specifically, because I know it's probably a little longer than Curtis. Yep. And, yeah, just, like, all of that processing for you. Okay. Yeah, I started thinking about adoption, I don't even know, as, like, a middle school kid. I don't know why, Um, but I talked with a friend and she said something about someday I'm going to grow up and have kids and I was like I would rather adopt kids because there are kids out there who need parents so I don't know why I knew that I don't know where I learned about orphans or anything but um, it was just always there it was just always there as something I thought I wanted to do someday and when Curtis and I met we talked about it and he was like okay cool you know someday Um, and then it was actually at a church leadership conference Mm -hmm. um I don't know what year. I was there with my friend Amy. Shout out Amy Bowles if you listen. Amy, we miss you, Amy. Um, Amy moved to Las Vegas, yeah. but uh, we were at this conference, and one of the speakers was um, this like twenty-year-old girl who, instead of going to college, went to Uganda and adopted a bunch of children and was fostering a bunch of girls, yeah. um, and now has like this whole ministry caring for children in Uganda. And um, the whoever was interviewing her said, "You know, what would you say to someone who?" Um, was wondering about adoption or thinking they might want to do it. And she said, if God asks you to do it, just say yes. And so after that session, I called Curtis and I was like, "Uh, we need to start this thing. And I got a free shirt from this one organization, (laughs) so maybe we can look at them. And that is really what put it all into motion. Two things I think are really cool. One is that, of course, I know that that's... Free t-shirts. No, no, no. No. I mean, that is cool, but that's not where I was going. Um, it's just, yeah, like, what middle schooler thinks about that? That's really cool. I don't know, because I, I didn't that. necessarily... My band director adopted her daughter, and I babysat for yeah. her. And then in high school, I knew somebody who was in the process of adopting, but I just... Yeah. It was not... It's not like it was a close Cl- thing like, to me. Yeah. So I don't know where it came from. I love that. And then the other cool thing that I never knew until you were talking about the story, I didn't realize, like... You were with Amy at that conference, and then you were also with Amy when you guys got the phone call. Oh, that's true, yes. When we got our referral call after, like, three years, it was the one week out of our married lives that we've not been in the same place. (laughs) Yeah. Curtis and I, uh, I was in Vegas visiting Amy and having a great time, and um, I got the call that morning. Curtis called me and woke me up and was like, Kevin called. We got our referral. And I was like, shut up. What? 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 Wait, what? And so we conference called. And yeah, but Amy uh, ran downstairs. I'm like, uh, we got the phone call. And she just started crying and like freaking out. And so, yeah, I didn't didn't think about the fact that Amy was at both of those. That's so cool. I really love that. Yeah. Wow, Amy's got experience, kind of two cool things. Yeah. Lucky you, Amy. Lucky you. And now she's out um, touring with Britney Spears in Vegas. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that'd be cool, though. Uh, okay, so the next thing is your job. I want you to share. Carrie does a really, she does really cool things um, for her job. And so I wanted you to share, like, what you do and what impact it has because it has an impact on like thousands of kids every single year so it's really cool well thanks yeah i work uh in the children's ministry of our church and uh it's curtis and i met 10 years ago 
uh, I was interning with the children's ministry and just loved it and thought it was so fun. And so for the last seven and a half years, I um, pick music for the kids to worship God. I write Bible story lessons for them to learn. Um, and it's really fun. I do write, well, I don't write jokes for six-year-olds, but I find jokes for six-year-olds. Uh, we have a large stuffed cell phone that rings, and then you answer, it's iPhoney, is what we call it. And iPhoney calls with the joke. Um, and it's just been really fun getting to see couple hundred kids oh, yeah. every weekend for the last seven and a half years and helping them to have fun at church and get to experience the Bible and learn about it and connect with grown-ups and students and other kids and yeah it's, it's it's great it's so cool too because um like I you know I've sometimes volunteered in Grace Kids so I get to see all the work that goes into it and just how fun it is to watch all these kids learn this but it's also cool from my aunt's perspective. We had my sister's kids this last weekend, and her youngest, um, who was actually also adopted from Ethiopia, though, mm -hmm. uh, he is he's so funny. He's just a goofball, but he came out with his little lion um, uh, paper. Yeah, puppet. Yeah, Thank puppet. you. I couldn't think of yep. that word. And he was like, I was like, what is this? And then he remembered the whole story and just the things that, like, they learn that even yeah. if you think like are they listening like right you know it doesn't look like they're listening no and he is like one that like of the time <laughs> but then a week later we hear from their parents yes. that they're asking how tall the house was because they wondered if it was bigger or smaller than the statue yes. that king nebuchadnezzar made or whatever so yeah so basically the kids go so... home from church and teach their parents yes. about yeah. what's in the bible so it, it's not like you're dumbing down the bible for right. kids but you're actually teaching kids about the bible and then their parents are like oh i didn't know that yeah like yep. so you guys do some really good work every single time i have those kids my daughter's still too young obviously to be able to speak so <laughs> in sentences where i can actually understand but when i have those kids i'm like just floored at what i learned and i'm like i didn't know that it's just so cool so i just think it's awesome yeah and i love it so also along a different kind of work line but different, also different, extraordinary also extraordinary is carrie just started this past year doing some stuff with the noonday yeah. which is a really cool organization that i also want you to share about yeah noonday collection uh is a business that uses fashion to create job opportunities around the world so we partner with entrepreneurs and artisans in places like guatemala and india and Vietnam and Uganda and Ethiopia and Peru, um, essentially finding people who want to work and have the skills to yep. create beautiful and interesting things, um, but don't have a place to sell them, don't have a marketplace. And so what Noonday does is creates a marketplace for those artisans. Yes. So I get together with ladies here in the States and um, tell them where the jewelry comes from and where the yeah. scarves are made and things like that. And um, it's just really cool to think that instead of buying you know a cute whatever from whatever big box store that it all just comes from a factory and costs and like 14 cents to make and probably involves child slaves and labor and all that terrible stuff uh, you never know um poor working <laughs> conditions are yeah. almost guaranteed yep. um but when you shop with noonday you shop with a purpose and yeah. you empower women around the world and you ensure that children can be taken care of um by providing providing jobs for the parents means that the kids will be fed and yeah. go to school and things like that so i love and there's some really cool necklaces and oh, jewelry and stuff, stuff like uh, tell 
tell uh, Kristen about the and Kristen is like so anti like I'm gonna have host a party or come to your party because she <laughs> she's frugal like her husband I which am. I totally respect but and he... Carrie tell Kristen about the uh, artillery shell stuff oh that's I think cool. that's really cool. has yeah that. the artillery yeah. stuff so um, in Ethiopia I guess unfortunately um, they have access to a lot of um, artillery remnants so bullet casings and artillery shells and things like that and so what we have two partner groups there what they've done is that they um, will pay people to go out in fields and collect all those scraps and stuff and then they melt them down and turn them into jewelry yeah. so we have earrings and necklaces and bracelets uh, made out of this recycled artillery and so it's it's pretty. Shelly has a it necklace. Is. She got There's it like goldish way and silverish, and um, oh, so it's pretty. just so it's so beautiful to take something so yucky yeah. and so mean yeah. and just bad and turn it into something really beautiful and pretty. Yeah. And it's just a picture of redemption for me. And so it's yeah, wearing a piece like that is not just a necklace, but it's like a whole story. Oh, yeah. And the cool thing too, I think, about the whole noonday thing is it gets to the root of um, systemic injustice. So it's not mm -hmm. just like hey, we're giving people money, and then they're... Because that's one of the... What is that book? When Herping... When helping. Herping. Helping. helping. <laughs> oh. Gosh, there oh, it goes. Oh, man. When, when Herping When helps. Herping hurts. Yikes. Okay, so... When Helping Hurts. That's one of the books that... It talks all about how, especially as Americans, will go into places and, like, want to fix the problem. Right. I air-quoted, but nobody can see that. Um... So, yeah, just, like, fix it by throwing money at it, and that actually makes it worse right. because we're not teaching individuals how to, you know, uh, provide for themselves or build a business or support themselves right. in a certain way. It's just a quick fix, and then people become reliant on that, whereas this is using a skill and a trade right. to, and know, make money, and then you can pass it along to your children. Exactly, and, and they do. There's In Vietnam, there's a whole... Um, tradition of yeah. creating jewelry out of water buffalo horn that's which so i guess the water buffaloes shed their horns and um, so it's a it's a natural product that's ethically sourced but yeah. um people can pass down the skill for years yeah. to come and, and what to that point what um research is showing is that really the only way to fix poverty to alleviate poverty is enterprise and creating jobs mm -hmm. um yeah because when you create jobs and people have money to spend on necessities. Mm -hmm. It ju it just turns everything around. Yeah. And so it's just really cool. Yeah. And what share your website so people know. Uh, NoondayCollection.com slash Carrie Honeycutt. My name C A R R I E H O N E Y C U T T. Yeah. It's long. Carrie yeah. Honeycutt. Yeah, yeah. So if you're like in the indie area um, and you're interested in Noonday, yeah, give Carrie a shout out and she will help you host a show and get free stuff. Yes. Whoa. It's like a win-win-win because you yeah. can get free stuff. You can also support people yeah, around the yeah. world. That's so cool. So we are ready for our exotic fruit. Okay, are you guys ready? Yeah, and so after last week oh, yeah. when, I, when I ruined the surprise. You ruined it. You ruined ha, it. Ha, 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 maniacal laugh. Aaron Elliott again. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually have no idea this time, and I'm not happy about it. Yes. surprises suck. And I love this. This makes me so happy. So I have my trusty green bag here. Are you guys ready to see what this is? Lay it I on. I just cleaned it. So you're never going to guess. Do you guys have any guesses first before I pull this out? None. Turd fruit. Turd fruit. Curtis guessed it again. <laughs> So, okay, what we have here 
is the Buddha's hand. Oh, Somebody, do you know what this is? Well, yeah. I've, I've heard of it. I've never had it. It's the boot. Sorry, it's a little wet because I just cleaned it. Ooh, Look it's at a that. moist Buddha's hand. It's, it is a moist Buddha's hand. It has a lot of fingers. It does. Okay, so I learned a lot about the Buddha's hand, guys. And it was on. It's on my list. It's on my short list. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's called the fingered citron. Ew. It's unusually shaped citron variety whose fruit is segmented into finger-like se- sections resembling a human hand. And it's grown mainly in Asia. That's weird. So this is really cool about this fruit. This fruit has five main purposes. I don't know that you can say that about really any fruit. But the first one is perfume. Buddhist hand fruit is very fragrant and is used predominantly in China and Japan for perfuming rooms and personal items such as clothing. Huh. All right. So, I, sorry. I'm just looking at it, and it looks like it's missing. It looks like yeah, if got if a witch Here, had a deformed hand and right. had, and it had does. like yeah. 18 fingers or like tentacle type yeah. things. It's like an octopus. With it's the texture on the outside of a, a lemon or a lime, but with these pointy tentacle finger yeah. looking things. Yeah. It's really cool, and it's it just smells really, kind of citrusy. Well, yeah. You can smell it. Smell the inside. Well, here's. The next decor or the next usage is for decoration. It's cultivated as an ornamental tree in gardens and containers on patios and terraces. That huh. smells great. The third purpose, it's a gift. The plant has a long history in China or is highly prized because it symbolizes long life and hand happiness. I don't know what that means. Hand happiness? No. That's well, maybe it meant and and it was a typo on the I can website. speak to hand happiness, like, hand as, happiness. as a semi professional like as a semi professional hand model. <laughs> I'm guessing it was a I typo can tell you that hand happiness is a very important thing. You've got to keep the hands happy. Yes. Curtis is in like every video ever because of his pretty dainty I've whatever got, hands. I've got white color hands. Very they're like <laughs> translucent. Um, in Japan the fruit is a popular gift at New Year's because it's believed to bring good fortune to a home. The next reason or purpose is it's a religious offering. The fruit is sometimes given as an offering in Buddhist temples. Hmm. Uh, What says the fruit with the close hand configuration is most valued for offerings because in this state it resembles the Buddhist hand gesture for prayer. And then finally, it's a food. You can eat it. So, yep, you you can. It says you can eat it. As we will, just as it is. But you can use the zest and flavorings. You can use it in desserts, savory dishes, and alcoholic beverages. Mm. Um, or candied as a sweet. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be mostly zest. So going back to talking yeah, yes. about DR, how he eats the rind. Yeah, like this is. This. No. this looks like a lot of rind. So here's here's what they told me to do. And oh, here I'll. It did smells, you get a picture of it? Yet? I did. It okay. smells like citrus. It smells like. Oh, it smells like dusting. Dusting? Like this, the like dusting you, spray. Oh, like Pledge? It smells yeah. like Pledge. Oh, okay. Well, here's what we're going to do is we hand me that knife. Yes. Um, we got our handy dandy trusty cutting board. I love these knives. They look so pretty. Like, Okay, and it told me, I'm just going to cut it down the middle there. And it said what you do is you just... Well, now it looks like a tiny hand. It does. <laughs> you cut these like little finger nubs <laughs> in half and you just eat the whole thing, guys. All right. So like the peel and every, like the you, rind. And yeah, everything. you eat everything. It said it's mostly rind, but you just eat it. The flesh is white, just completely white. So, it almost looks like a pear. Like a pear like or an apple on the inside. It smells so good. It just it smells like a lemon. It does. Yeah, now it smells like a lemon skittle. Oh, it's like is really it, hard. Is it? Uh, oh, it is so hard. It's crunchier than an apple. It pretty much just tastes like I ate a lemon rind. It does. 
It smells much stronger than it actually tastes. Yeah. I feel like I got a really strong. There's not much taste. Did you get your rind on yours? The rind is actually less, um, less good. Yeah, the rind tastes like if really you've ever sour. bit into a lemon peel. Yeah. It tastes like you're eating the peel, which I've eaten a lemon peel. Yeah. It's like good palate cleanser. Yep. Yeah. So, I like it for the smell. It's a great smell. I just don't know about... It just doesn't really taste like much, and it's really crunchy. All right, crunchy. give me some more, Kristen. It's awesome. Please. Oh, there you go. I'm going to try another piece. Is this like a ripe Here's a, one? Oh, yeah. Are the yellow one, yellow sections better than the green sections? That I don't know about. Here, let's see. I have a green section on mine. Because yep. mine is... Well, I guess mine is half and half. There's like almost, oh. almost no taste to it. No. The green is very, like, very sour. Like, the much more than part? the yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like 90% rind. Mm-hmm. It is. It's really, it's just, it takes a lot of, like, effort to right. bite. And it's tart. It's super tart. I wonder if you could, like, put it in lemonade or something. I feel like you know how people put, like, real lemons or, like, yeah. different fruits and things in. I would use it for that. I would too. Yeah, it smells great. So if we were rating this completely on smell, I would give it like 14 out of 14. Um, Remember my note down here? That's what that was about. Creepy fingers. Yeah, I would give it 14 out of 14 witch hands. Yeah. Because um, it smells great. It does. It really it smells very nice. Like a lemon lime Skittle. Yeah. Please, Skittles, bring back lime. For the love of everything good in this world, bring, bring it back. back. Bring back Skittles. <laughs> Taste um, the rainbow. Taste the Buddha's hand. Do you think we should let Carrie pick our number today for yeah for rating? So one to whatever, you get to pick the number. Well, there might be like eighteen fingers on here, <laughs> so let's say eighteen creepy fingers. Eighteen creepy fingers. Let's stay. So you're up first. What are you gonna rate this um, bad boy? Okay, so eighteen is the most. That's like amazing. Um, I'm gonna say like thirteen. Oh. The smell is really makes it's a happy smell. It is. Like I we're all just kinda of sitting here sniffing it. Don't you want this in your bathroom? Like I want my whole house to smell like and this. And I want to eat something that tastes like this. But it doesn't taste <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't taste like you what eat it something smells that smells like. Smells I want it to taste how it smells. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm with you on this. So it's not bad. There's nothing gross about it. There's nothing off putting yeah. except the weird finger lookingness. Except for don't eat the really um, green parts. It's really sad. Don't eat the fingernails. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Thirteen. Solid exotic fruit, but not okay. like. Whoa. Not like I'm gonna be mad that I had to come today. Kristen. I like this. What are you gonna give it, Curtis? Uh, I'll uh, age over beauty. You go go first. Because she's older. So rude. So rude you are. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm also gonna go 13 on this. Right. I'm gonna go with you, Carrie. Right. Um, I. Honestly, thought I'd like it the taste a lot more. If it didn't have the smell, I'd probably give it like a five. Right, because it just doesn't taste like yeah. anything. But I'll give it. But a it smells so. The eating experience is pleasant. It's not sticky. Because you just smell it. But the smell is very nice. Our former guest Stephen Potasic would love this one because oh, he smells yeah. all of his food before he eats it. All right, so I'm going to break this down into three different categories okay. and get one cumulative category out of that, which will be its total score. Similar, similarly to gymnastics or figure skating. Okay. On the smell scale. Yes. Out of eighteen creepy fingers, it gets eighteen. I just yeah. like I want to rub it all, all over my face, and I want you to. I want to hang it like from my 
rearview mirror in my car. Oh, okay. Ah. Yeah, I was like, where are you? I don't know. You just. Wrong podcast. Um, <laughs> from a looks perspective, it is super exotic, and I would get an 18. Yeah. As well. But. It's just. Uh, it doesn't look gross. But it's as I'm weird. eating this, if you've ever swallowed rind and you oh, don't yeah. want to. That's all it is. It's, yeah. That's, that's a bad experience. But I get why people use this for uh, four other purposes. So I would say, taste-wise, I would give it like a 6 out of 18. But if I'm going to do some quick math in my head, 18, 18, 36, 40. 40 out of... Divided by 34. 54. 54. 54, I mean, yeah. I don't do math so well. It's 40 out of 54. Divide that by 6, and you get... No, divide that by 3, and you get... Like 13 and a third. Boom! <gasps> 13 and a wow, third. Wow, Curtis actually rated one higher than I did. Wow. One third higher than you did. Oh my gosh. So, Merry Christmas, you to, filthy animal. <laughs> to all of us. Keep the change. So, were you thoroughly surprised? Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Honestly, my mom emailed me about, she said you guys should do Buddha's hand you can earlier tell. in the do week. You, oh, wait, she's not coming to mind. I was like, you, you can take her a oh, piece. No, but she she gonna, is a listener for I'm going to sure. take some of this back for oh, it smells my wonderful. sister to try. I know, I just want to keep smelling it. Just, yeah, take Makes pieces. Here, do you want half of its dust, hand? Dust. Take home with you? It smells like um, lemon heads. The candy. Yeah, I want to so good. dust all of the wood furniture when I get home. It, I wish we I had a video of this pod because we're all just sitting here <laughs> like it's uh, under our noses. We're like, ah. It really just smells so pleasant. Mm. Ah, so good. So good. Buddha's hand. Taste the Buddha. Taste the Buddha. Well, guys, this was fun. I, I didn't hate the surprise, but I also don't like it. Because <laughs> you have to say that. Yes. But it was fun to actually get a surprise you this time. Yep. So. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm going to sit sit here and look at the remains I'm of... I'm going to shove it up my nostril and keep it there. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I'm just going to have one hanging out of each nostril. <laughs> so good. It's a good thing there's not video, because that's funny. Kristen is snorting Buddha's hand over here. <laughs> it's a problem. I need help. All right, y'all. Well, okay. um, happy Thanksgiving. Happy early Christmas season. You yeah. now have the official green light to yeah. listen Unlike to Starbucks, we're going to go ahead and say it. Merry Christmas. Merry <laughs> Joseph Jesus Christmas. Merry Red Cup Christmas, guys. All right. Peace. <laughs> Bye. This episode of the Exotic Fruit Review was produced by Kristen Raves. Yeah, and I finally me- did something. Yeah, thank you. And uh, me, Curtis Honeycutt. We once again neglected to arrange our schedules for our main man, Chris Kringle Wansettler, to take photos of the fruit. And, once again, my fault. Yep, so we deserve some coal in our stockings, Chris. Sorry about that. Our theme music was composed by Jackson, Jack Frost, Sutherland. And special thanks for this episode goes to Ron, Dave, Sunil, and Pam for sending us their fruit review all the way from India. And to my sister, former EFG of the Fortnite, Shelly Jingle Belliot. Elliot, I guess that would be. Thanks again, Shelly. You can find us online at exoticfruitreview.com and on social media at Fruit Review. Remember, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is sharing the fruit review with all your friends to hear. Thanks for listening.